This is the West Virginia Soccer Association Beyond the Pitch podcast on the WVSA Digital Network. From the Sport Pens International Studios in Charleston, West Virginia, here's your host, Marcus Cole. Welcome to the podcast. We have another great show for you. Before we welcome our guest, I want to remind you to like, subscribe, and share our program. Now, this helps us get the word out to others and let them know that we're providing valuable information designed for soccer players, coaches, referees, and parents here on the WVSA Digital Network. Back with us on the program, our favorite registered dietitian, Stephanie May, owner of SM Nutrition. Stephanie, welcome back to the program. Thank you so much for having me back. I think every time I come back, the topics just get better and better and, and more exciting. And I really hope the athletes appreciate them and, and learn a lot. Well, I'm excited about this topic. Uh, we've been talking about mid-season, late season, what these athletes can do to help themselves uh, from a, a physical standpoint. Now we're going to start getting into the nutritional standpoint, and that's the reason why we have Stephanie back on the program. So why don't we go ahead and dive right into things and tell us what kind of adjustments would you be recommending to soccer players to make uh, as far as their fueling plans go here in the mid-season and as they head into the late season? Yeah, so the, the big focus is going to be on managing tired muscles, right? We're keeping up with, with training sessions, games are ramping up, really it's competition time, right? And so with that, you may have some more injuries that come along with that, or you may feel more fatigued. And so we really want to focus on just managing your muscles and making sure that they have everything they need to be successful and really carry you through to that win, hopefully at the end of the season. So to start off with, hydration is really, really important. You know, when we talk about performance nutrition, a lot of times athletes will think protein and carbs and, and fats, and those are great. And we're going to talk about those too. But I think hydration is that missing piece that's left out a lot. But it's so important because it's what helps your body carry the nutrients that you're eating and the oxygen you're breathing to your muscles, right? Your blood is mostly liquid. And so we need that hydration to be successful in everything else. So I think that's really key is having a hydration plan finding a nice water bottle and just keeping it with you wherever you can. The next piece is muscle recovery. So we're looking at lots of antioxidants. And this isn't a supplement. This isn't, you know, some special powder. It's just functional food, right? Things like tart cherry juice and berries and frozen cherries and dark leafy greens. Adding these to a smoothie or a salad or your plate or just snacking on them or having some tart cherry juice when you get home from practice are all really great things that can help that recovery process. They help reduce inflammation. They infuse your body with lots of antioxidants, vitamins, and minerals, and really help your muscles recover faster. And so that's really why having color on your plate is always an important piece of um, that performance plate. Now, if players (laughs) are struggling with low energy, they're just tired from the grind, um, what are three tips that you would give them uh, to adjust their fueling plan? Yeah, first and foremost, it's looking at that performance plate. It's something, this is, I, I talk to every single athlete about this. Look at your plate. You know, you know, I cover the three key performance plates um, all over my social media. It's a big pillar of the Fueling Performance Academy where I work with athletes one-on-one. The performance plates are so important to know that you are giving your body what you need. And so we've got the easy, the moderate, and then that hard training plate. And so when you're at the end of the season, lots of training, lots of games, lots of recovery, you want to upgrade your plate to this hard training plate. And what that is, it's half a plate of carbohydrates. Um, so that could be things like rice, 
pasta, potatoes, um, about a quarter of a plate of protein. So thinking about the size about your palm is really all you need, maybe a little bit more depending on your body size. Um, so that could be fish or chicken or beef. And then a quarter plate of color, so fruits and vegetables. So if you notice that half a plate of carbohydrate, that's where most of that energy is coming from. And that's really what we want to focus on to help you push through the end of the season. So I guess my first tip would say, try to upgrade your plate to that hard training plate. Fruits and vegetables are important. This is not an excuse not to eat them, but you just want to cut that portion back a little bit because they aren't as energizing as carbohydrates and protein would be. The next thing you want to think about is a pre-workout snack. So if you are someone who doesn't do a pre-workout snack or forgets your pre-workout snack often, this is a chance for you to level up. This is where you top off your energy stores right before training, and it kind of pushes you through, through that game, through halftime, through practice, right? It's really that last energy lift of your battery to help carry you through practice. And so that pre-training snack is going to be a very, very simple carbohydrate. And so you want to look low fiber, low protein, low fat, because those things slow down digestion and can cause some issues, maybe some nausea or cramping during practice or a game. So you want to think very simple, right? And so how you're going to remember this is you're going to think, what would a toddler eat? Toddlers, toddlers love little simple snacks, things like pretzels and applesauce and goldfish and, and graham crackers and fruit gummies. Those are perfect. 30 to 60 minutes before training uh, to really top off that energy store. And then that third tip and final tip is a recovery snack. Um, so kickstart your recovery. You've, got a, you've been through a long season. You've had preseason. You've had games, trainings, and now you're wrapping up and you're really needing that extra recovery. And so make sure you grab something that has protein and carbs. You know, within 30 to 45 minutes of, of wrapping up your training and a really quick and easy option is chocolate milk. It's portable got the perfect ratio of carbs and protein for my plant-based athletes you can grab the soy milk um, it's pretty comparable nutrition and that just gives you a quick boost of energy um, so that you can take some time relax stretch and then roll into that recovery meal now a lot of players during this time of the season are dealing with some nagging injuries maybe a, an ankle tweak or something with their quad or hamstring I mean nothing major but it may keep them out of training session may keep them out of a match or two in the middle of the season um should there be any adjustments to their fueling plan if they are dealing with a nagging injury yeah, absolutely. And, and it really does depend on the injury and, and how extensive it is. You know, if they're able to play, like if it's just a minor minor quad strain and they're still able to play but still kind of nagging them, that's where you want to say, okay, like can we, can we adjust the training load a little bit back and can we add more fuel to support recovery and antioxidants to help kind of move that along? Um, but if it's a, a more serious injury, like maybe the athlete's on crutches, Right, that's going to require a little bit more strategy because now you're clicking around, you've got a longer recovery. So there are definitely a few things that I focus on when it comes to any injury recovery. It's making sure that the athlete is still getting enough energy. Um, that's the really big piece. You want to make sure that they are eating enough to maintain the muscle mass they have and to fuel them through their recovery. And especially if they are on crutches, crutching burns a lot more energy than walking. I've been on crutches too many times, so I know this <laughs> for a fact in my long soccer career, but I think, you know, making sure you're eating enough to not only fuel your body, but help promote that recovery also. And then we're going to look at different nutrients. So we're going to look at calcium and vitamin D. 
Um, and then depending on your diet, we may look at introducing a fish oil or maybe a collagen supplement um, or maybe just some more tart cherry juice to get some antioxidants in there. You know, it's very, very individualized based on the injury. But I think first and foremost, making sure that your plate is balanced, you're still eating enough to fuel your body and your recovery. Um, and then you're also looking at adding in some fruits and vegetables, hydration, and then supplements as needed. And that's really going to be individualized. That's where I say, you know, reach out to a sports dietitian. You know, we are all well-versed in helping you pick out not only supplements that work for you, but supplements that are really safe for you as well. Yeah, absolutely. Talk to a professional. That's, you know, that's what they're there for. Um, now, we mentioned earlier talking about hydration and how important it is, and I mentioned about getting colder. And for me, I, as, as a person, it's harder for me to drink water during the fall and winter. Um, what are some tips um, for that you would give to players that may have this issue um, on how they can continue to stay hydrated? Yeah, so the the simplest tip, and it's, it really is the most simple, but I had so many athletes message me after they've done this little thing and say, oh my gosh, I finished a whole extra water bottle, or I had so much water down today because of this little thing. And it's either adding a straw to your water bottle or getting a water bottle with a straw. I don't know what it is. It just makes drinking so much easier. I don't know if it's the little effort that it takes to open the cap and put the cap down and lift the water bottle up versus just clicking it open and grabbing the straw. But that little tiny difference in effort um, allows the athletes to drink so much water. So if you can find a metal straw to throw in your water bottle or find a bottle with one with your hydro flask that has a straw, that's perfect. That's a great place to start. Um, if you already have a straw and you want to level up a little bit, I think it takes a little bit of strategy, right? So have a plan. Before bed, I always recommend either filling up your water bottle or getting a glass and putting it on your nightstand or your dresser. So first thing in the morning, you wake up, your alarm goes off, you start sipping your water, brush your teeth, do whatever you do, eat breakfast, you're sipping your water, kind of carrying it with you throughout the house. So you can almost get a, a glass, almost a two cups gone um, by the time you're taking off for school or work or something along those lines. So I think having some strategy is really important. And then um, the next thing is thinking outside the box, right? So when it comes to hydration, fluid is not the, or not fluid, but um, hydration or water is not the only option, right? You can do chocolate milk. Um, you can do iced teas, unsweetened teas, lemonades, fruits, vegetables, soups. Those are all hydrating as well. And so it does not, the fluids don't only have to be water. They can come from all different things. So really think outside the box when you're thinking about your hydration as well and make it a little bit more fun. We're here talking with Stephanie May, registered dietitian and owner of SM Nutrition. Um, fall is a time for um, fall goodies, pumpkin spice, everything, uh, Halloween candy. Uh, what's some advice that you would give to these players as they do to be- as they do their best to stay on track nutritionally? Yeah, my best advice is give yourself some grace. Um, enjoy it, honestly. Um, it's a time. There's a time and a place and a portion for everything. So a big foundation of the Fuel uh, Performance Academy is really finding space for fun foods. So I help athletes really think about, okay, so we have all these fueling foods, but fun foods are also really, really important. So um, I think too many athletes go one of two ways. They either go left where they're constantly eating uh, desserts and sweets and, and those sorts of things, or they go right where they're restricting them and they really negative light over those things. And it's so important that we find that, that, that mindful balance. So we want to change your mindset. Um, where, yes, you can have that, that 
pumpkin spice latte or that candy or whatever it may be, but you're not going to thrive and only eat those things. We have to get some feeling food in there too, if you really want to support your performance and your health. So if anyone knows me, my closest friends and family, all the athletes I work with, I love desserts, right? And so it's something where they can absolutely fit into your fueling plan. It's just about finding that time, that place, and that portion. So, you know, you're not going to go and have a, a huge thing of candy and then run off to your game, right? That's not a good strategy. Um, but having a little bit of candy, uh, you know, in the evening after your game, absolutely sure, that's fine. Or having some Halloween fun at a party, absolutely fine, right? It's really just about having a little bit of strategy and making sure that the rest of your fueling plan is pretty well balanced. That's why we love you is that you're a, you're a food person first and, and, and also you don't, you don't ban foods, which I always thought was ridiculous to be honest, but um, yeah. it, it is, it is what it is. Um, Stephanie, if you could just kind of just give one final piece of advice to our athletes here that are trying to stay on track, they're trying to get through this midseason grind, getting ready to head into conference tournament, high school playoffs, middle school playoffs, um, what one piece of advice would you give to those athletes from a nutritional standpoint? Yeah, I think it's just be consistent right? Don't try to add everything in, in one day, you know, make these small little consistent steps from day to day. So maybe this week it's focusing on your hydration plan. Once you conquer that and crush that goal, move on to the next thing. Maybe it's packing a pre-workout snack, right? Just be consistent in your choices. You do not need to add everything at all at once. I think so many athletes are all overachievers. They love to really excel and do their best and do everything at once to do everything they can. Uh, to be the best at their game, but the best that they can do is lower their stress level and just choose one tiny goal for nutrition and be consistent with that and look at closing that fueling gap and, and seeing like where do they need to be and where are they and how can they take one little step forward um, to move there. And I think that's really the goal, just tiny little steps to be consistent with. Great advice. Stephanie is a wonderful follow on social media. She has a uh, number of things going on. First, why don't we talk about where they can find you on your social media platforms? Sure. So you can find me on Instagram. Um, it's at fueling.highschool.athlete. I am also on TikTok uh, at fueling.hs.athlete. Um, lots of good information. I share all sorts of stuff on there. And, and send me a DM if you have a question, you just want to say hi or, or check in. Um, send me a message. I love chatting with athletes and parents and coaches. Now, you also have a book uh, out. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the book and where folks can order it? Sure. So, the Fueling Performance Guide is an ebook uh, to help athletes really learn about the basics of building a nutrition plan. So, it's a really simple, easy to follow, step by step guide that breaks down the performance plates and nutrients and fuel timing, some of those foundational pillars um, of a fueling plan. You know, where do you want to start? This is where you want to look at and see. How can you start building your plan one day, one bite at a time? This is a really great place to start. Um, so you can download your ebook. You can visit my website at smnutritionrd.com. And lastly, you have an upcoming series uh, that you just started promoting on your social media platforms, which I thought was very interesting and, and, and probably going to be a wonderful series. Tell us a little bit about what the series is and how people can get registered for it. Yeah, so I'm starting a Fuel and Learn monthly series. So think of it like a lunch and learn, um, except you could be fueling on anything. You can have a snack or breakfast or lunch or whatever. But um, on Saturday, October 23rd at 11 o'clock, 
um, a.m. Eastern time, we are going to start the Fuel and Learn series. It's going to be a monthly series where athletes can sign up each month. And we're going to cover a specific topic. So this first month, we're going to cover the performance plates and really dive deep into how they can start building their plates to help fuel whatever season they're in, whether it's their off-season, their pre-season, uh, or just their kind of vacation season, whatever it may be. Um, and at the end, athletes will have plenty of time to ask questions. Um, and then we're going to continue this every month with different topics. So we're going to talk about things like fuel timing and supplements and sports food and hydration. Um, you know, answer some of those frequently asked questions that I get a lot. because I think it's so important that athletes have this information because it makes such a big difference in their game. And so this is also available on my website. So athletes, parents, or coaches can sign up at smnutritionrd.com. And this is something that I personally believe is the key to improve performance on the field that a lot of athletes don't really look into. I think it's one of the, one of the lost arts in being an athlete is that nutrition, because I think sometimes they think it's tough. Sometimes I don't want to, you know, I don't want, I want to eat what I want to eat and, that kind of thing. But I tell you what, you make some small changes in your fueling plan and how you eat and when you eat uh, and the things you eat at those certain times. It's, it's amazing um, the level of performance and the level of health that you will have uh, during a a long season. Cause you know, maybe, you know, somebody that gets injured, you know, may not have the best fueling plan available, uh, you know, or they're not implementing a good fueling plan. And, you know, that can mean the difference between, you know, you playing and you not. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. It really does make a big difference. Awesome. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for coming back on the program. We really appreciate it and, uh, and sharing some more information uh, for our youth soccer players and getting them ready as they uh, really hit the grind here in midseason and late season. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. Anytime. Thanks for having me. And thank you for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Remember, make sure you like, subscribe, and share our program here on the WVSA Digital Network. Thank you for listening to the West Virginia Soccer Association Beyond the Pitch podcast. You can catch a brand new episode every Thursday morning here on the WVSA Digital Network or find us on our social media platforms at WVSoccer. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved.